Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. Here to talk about Halloween Town High, a little belated, but we still got you covered. And now, here's a guy who would much prefer science classes if there are parrots and llamas running amok. It is the Brazilian Dragon himself, Felipe. And I'm not alone. We can't do a Halloween Town podcast that we do every year without the lover of Halloween. She would absolutely adore if the Halloween Town monsters and the humans interacted on the regular. It's Catherine Evans. Kate, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good on this Sunday morning. Uh, Kate, it's been a minute since you've been on the podcast. Update everyone on your life since Scooby Snacks and Chats. You departed. It has been a moment. Um, I moved to LA. Same. I work on season three of the HBO show Barry. Not same. <laughs> um, I hate my roommate. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I have a girlfriend. Yes, Queen Allie. We yes. And most importantly, Kate. Still loves Halloween. Of course. That will never yes. go away. Look at all these decorations. Do you have the They're goblin baby there. nearby? No, he's not even here. Uh, good. Do you miss him? No, I have enough things. <laughs> yes. So we are here to continue our yearly tradition of talking about the Halloween Town franchise. This year we are talking about Halloween Town High, the third franchise, the third of the franchise. So Kate. Tell me about your history. What do you remember from this movie growing up? Was this your favorite? Was it not your favorite? Um, Growing up, I remember for sure that the one when they replaced Kimberly J. Brown with Sarah Baxton was my least favorite. Just, just only Out of on principle. Is, it was just, I felt like it was a different movie. I felt like it was like, they should, I don't know. I don't know what they could have done, but they could have just not, they could have just had to be their cousin. I don't know. They could have gone around that, but that was just not it. And I was, that was my least favorite. Halloween Town High, I think was my second favorite. I think if I remember correctly, the first one was always my favorite. And then the third one, and then the second one was all right. Um, But I did really love this one. I loved that they were um in high school i watched this mostly before i was in high school so it was super cool to me and super funny to watch them try and figure out um american high school and then say they were from canada yeah Um, big fan big fan loved this movie yeah so this movie came out october 8th 2004 it is the last halloween time movie without with kimberly j brown which still offensive to me that they recast her for no reason apparently i think it was that 
they couldn't they just couldn't come to a deal. I don't know if it was money or time, but they couldn't come to a deal with Kimberly J. Brown. Yeah, honestly, she she shouldn't have pushed it if that's on her because what has she been in besides YouTube videos talking about Halloween Town? She is married to that guy. That Cal. Yeah. Cal, yeah. And they're on TikTok together. Yes, I follow um, them. You follow them? Are you still on Frog Talk? No. No. You were for a minute. Months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you, this isn't the Fitting Sinfer podcast, but have you seen the TikTok trend with the the song that sounds like Baljeet? No. And it sounds like Baljeet. I'll send you it. Okay, send me it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think based on just revisiting the first three recently, this is my second favorite. I think Halloween Town, Return to Halloween Town, or not whatever it's called. Uh, the second one with Cal, Calabar's Revenge. I think that's the, the best one so far. But I like this one stood out to me the most from my childhood because I remember seeing this one the most, like seeing them interact in high school, the locker, uh, the Halloween Town exhibit where they all unveil themselves. Like that stood out to me. And also, um, not to bury the lead, but Lucas Grabeel is in this as well as Alisa Ruin. And so my high school musical obsessed brain was like, oh my God. So. Yeah. Um, do we want to get into the recap, or do you have any other thoughts about Halloween Town as a franchise and this movie before we get into it? I would love if they made another one. Not a series, though. I feel like this is not a show that needs like a series based off of it at all, but one more movie would be fun, but I also understand if they don't do it. But I know Kimberly J. Brown said that she was interested if they were to do it, but yeah. I don't Everything is in talks. We don't need Dylan, though. Dylan can eat eggs. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was never a fun character. Yeah. he Especially as he gets older, he's so annoying. Like, the disrespect to Sophie in this movie, she, like, had two minutes of screen time. Not even. It just continuously decreases. But it really should continuously increase. Right? Yeah. So, Halloween Town High. We start off, um, I think the opening image is, like, a night, but whatever. Uh, then Marnie is at her family abode, pitching... Uh, she's practicing her speech before the council zoops her in and she's like Halloween Town should allow their high school students to integrate with the human world so we can show that Halloween Town and humans can exist, coexist. Thoughts on this? Yeah. Yes. And Kate was like, I wish I went to this high school. They told me my screen report was up. My screen report is always going. I mean, it is, we're still in a pandemic technically. So yeah, but you would love to be in this high school where they, they had the monsters. Well, yes and no. No, I would rather be one of the monsters. Um, which monster would you want to be? Let me guess, let me guess. You don't want to be the troll. You want to be, you want to be Chester, the ogre. I actually would just want to be a witch. Okay. Marnie? I want the powers. The monsters yes. the monsters don't come with powers. I want the powers. Um, but I would want to be one of them, and then I would want to live in Halloween Town. I don't need to live here. Yes. Um, but the, she gets pulled into the meeting with the High Council, and it took me until halfway through the second rewatch to realize that Ethan's dad was the judge. <laughs> Because he had that ugly-ass wig, the judge's wig. And then so I never, and I was also, like, not 
in the right headspace to watch it the first time. So then I only realized it when they said, oh, yeah, Judge Dalloway. I'm like, oh, oh, you're Ethan's dad. Yeah. But anyways, um, did you have a favorite of the judges? I hated the hand man. The one with the thousand eight, like he can, he can. Oh yeah, like the spider. Kick rocks. If it is yeah. actually a caterpillar. Yeah, I was no. I think your least favorite part of the movie was the marshmallow spider. Is that my accurate? Oh, and the hot chocolate. Why? Because why you hate spiders? No, why did they do that? Oh, they're like, fifteen years from now, this lady Kate Evans is gonna watch this movie for a podcast, and she's gonna be traumatized. I've seen it though, but he. Yeah. I was okay because he kind of reminded me of Mr. Ball Legs from Santa Clarita Diet. Felipe, you should Google Mr. Ball Legs. Should should we go do a tour of Santa Clarita and be like? I, I have. I've gone to yeah. Santa Clarita, and then Allie took me and drove me to a couple of the filming places, and we just drove by. I love that show. Yes. Um. Just to reiterate for those that are like me and confused it with Insatiable, starring Debbie Ryan, it is not that show. It is not that show. Yes. I am not a Debbie Ryan fan, sorry. Yeah. But you are a Debbie Reynolds fan. Yes. Of course. I wish she was I'm my still grandma. surprised that she she uh they continue to book her for this this franchise. Like she's They so were so, she was so she was their first choice and they were completely surprised when she said yes. But she said yes and she's done it ever since. I feel like my ideal grandparents would be Debbie Reynolds and Henry Winkler. I mean, you love Henry Winkler. Of course. He gave you a pop of himself. He is the sweetest man I ever met, and I wish he was my grandfather every day. He's so sweet. Yes. He's got, like, big grandpa energy on set, and he's such a nice guy. We love that. Does he give warm hugs? Oh, wait, you can't probably because of COVID. But he's do you think he, Do you he's think he hugged. gives good grandpa hugs? Yeah, he's hugged. He, hu- he hugs everybody, and he like always walks by and will like pinch your arm. Ah, oh, Grandpa mm-hmm. Winkler. Mm-hmm. He's so sweet. Has he adopted you yet? No. No. Do you want him to? He's got his own family, and that's okay. But I'm happy to see him on set every day. Yes. Um. Yeah. He he's in uh, Monsters at Work also. Yes, which... I started watching that. I watched it slowly. It's taking me a moment, but yes, he is. He's also in an episode of that new Amazon show, Fairfax which is kind of like a satire of actual Fairfax here in L.A. Yeah. He's an episode of that. Do you think they should get him for the for the Halloween Town 5 whenever they do that? They could. That man, I, he's in roles that I never feel, I feel like I'm so shocked to find him in. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Halloween Town, uh, Marnie gets heated and she, because they don't believe in her, and she like says something like, like, yeah, I would even bet the Cromwell magic that we could we could be successful at this. And they're like, oh, you're going to bet the Cromwell magic? Okay, bye. <laughs> and Marnie, she continuously gets them in these hot situations. Like, last movie, she literally brought Cal to Grandmother Aggie's room for no reason because he was cute. And then this one, she just, like, word vomits and almost loses the Cromwell magic. And I'm like, Marnie... This is why Sophie should be the family witch. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Marnie's still a better choice than Dylan, but... Oh, hands down. No pro- no, no questions. Dylan I- needs to be drop-kicked. Dylan is annoying. Yes. Um, 
And then, so we established that knights are the threat to this movie, and Marnie has until Halloween midnight to uh, prove that humans and Halloween Town critters can coexist. Um, so the students come through, uh, they set up, uh, they're like establishing who eats uh, crickets in their cereal. And Marty does a little spell. Uh, you eat crickets in your cereal? Every morning. Every morning. Do you have a favorite cereal to mix the crickets in? Raisin bran. Raisin bran. Are you vegan or just vegetarian? Vegetarian. Vegetarian, yeah. I haven't eaten raisin bran in years. That was a joke. Okay. That, I believe Jacob has said that's his favorite cereal. I was like, hmm. I do have to say the raisins in raisin bran are really good because they coat them in this like sugary... It could just be straight sugar. I don't know what it is, but it's like the sugary coating on the raisins, and they are actually really good. Yeah, but the bran itself? So bland. They should put, like, Frosted Flakes with the Raisin Bran raisins. Mm-hmm. But then who would eat, who would, who, who would t- uh, pawn Raisin Bran to their children being like, it's healthy? It's not that, it's not that good. I just think yeah. the raisins have some very good coating on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then they end up freaking out because Aggie disappears. and like, oh my God, she's going to fly a yellow bus into the school. They're like, no, she just drives this like mini orange car. Uh, had the leprechauns drive for her uh, because she's not a good driver. And she introduces all of them. Uh, there's Cassie, there's Natalie, there's Ethan, there's Chester. Uh, I don't remember anyone else's names. Um, but yeah, those are the, they all come out. Um, and they're surprised that they look normal. Um, but Aggie is like, yeah, they're, we're from Canada. And Marnie's like, okay, everyone come through. And she brings them into the school. Uh, and Aggie's like, I need to go have a meeting with the principal. And she goes, and then her bag, do, does the bag have a name? The the little lizard bag? Yeah. Um, I'm come back to me with that. Okay. But yeah, so the bag starts wandering, uh, roaming after Aggie, and Gwen is like, Mother! My mother. Have you watched The White Lotus? No. No? Okay. I was going to make a Jennifer Coolidge joke, but we can move on. Uh, so then, yeah, the bag chases after, and Aggie's like, oh, come here. And then she goes to meet uh, Phil, the principal, and uh, she, he's like, I'm surprised that you were able to get all the paperwork in this summer with like all these exchange students, but here you are. And then meanwhile, uh, the bag eats Peepers, the bird, which I found offensive. But yeah, poor Peepers. Peepers didn't deserve that. I cannot find a name. Okay. Do you want to name him? Rick. Rick. Okay. Rick the bag. Uh, Rick ate peepers for no reason. How did you feel about that scene? Um, I had a lot of questions I feel about that, and I can't remember any of my questions in this moment, but something didn't make any sense. I can't remember. I had just had I had questions. My first note just said parrot, and so it was definitely meant to well, be Was it the scene or the science scene? The science classroom. No, this is a scene when the bag eats the parrot. Yes. I definitely had a question about that, and my note was supposed to jog my memory. Clearly, I'm not a good note taker. <laughs> I can't remember for the life of me. Come back to me. I'll remember. I had a question. 
Yeah. But um, Aggie is also like, kind of got the feels for Phil. Um, and there's a, this little flirt man throughout the movie. Um, and I'm like, yes, come on, Aggie. Um, yeah, so Peepers is eaten, which is so disrespectful. Rick should be in timeout. Um, but then Marnie's giving the tour. Uh, Natalie's like, oh, I got AP Calculus too. And Dylan's like, I have AP Calculus. And she's like, all my classes are APs. And then Dylan's like, oh my God, this girl's pretty. And uh, they also, uh, Marnie at this stage uh, sees this man with like the sweater hanging outside his backpack that kind of looks like a tail. And he's like, okay, what are you doing? And hide your tail. And she pulls the tail, drops all his books. And he turns around and he's Cody. And he's like, oh, I'm a new student. It's my first day. Can I join your little tour group? And she's like, no, this is my senior project. Like these are my, uh, my, this is my like, I don't know. She's like, this is my project. And I'm like, how do you get a project for volunteering? Yeah, what I, that felt like very extravagant for a high school senior project. I, we didn't even have senior projects, but I know some schools do. But that felt like a college thing. Yeah, like bringing around these foreign exchange students. That that was something. That was a choice, Marnie. Um, yeah. So, did you remember your notes or no? No. Probably just that the logistics of that did not make any sense. Like, how did the bag get into the carrot's ca- the parrot's cage and not? Do you think it's a long tongue, Rick? Yes. Now yes. that you see it, I do. Also, there was no noise. I think there was like one squeak or something. I don't know. I feel like yeah. the logistics of that were off. I know it was supposed to be a joke, and I'm not supposed to read too much into it, but I felt like they could have done on turn a bit better. How did you feel about the visual effects in this movie? I know we famously uh, laughed at the green screen in the first. I a note that said the VFX, which was, I do remember just to point out that they were probably very good for their time. I do I do want to know that I am aware this movie was made in 2004, which was, what, close to 20 years ago? So I totally understand that. But looking back 20 years later, truly hilarious. Truly yeah. hilarious. Um, But yeah, so Cody is like, okay, uh, I'm into you, and Marnie's like, okay, I'll probably see you around the small school. Um, and then we go to science class where Aggie is the teacher, and Cody's there, and Marnie is there, and she's like, oh, I told you this was a small school. Um, but this one guy, Mr. Miller, as she called Aggie, comes and he's giving Aggie some flack, and she's like, Mr. Miller, please settle down. He's like continuously heckling her, and then she like straddles up to him, stares in his face, then does some magic to like make her eyes bug out and her like skeleton show up and he's like huh he like freaks out and he's like quiet so is he the only person that can see that or did everybody just not look i have to assume everyone wasn't looking and aggie was just being reckless okay it doesn't make any sense but okay yeah but then uh he is he the bully in the mall also is he i didn't notice everybody looks the same in this movie yeah, they're all white. Um, and then they end up going. She she's like, okay, let me add the sulfur and the iron, and then poof, and then a parrot shows up, and Marnie's like, grandmother. Um. So, she yeah, she's like, what? I was just using a little magic, and then she's like, you can't do that. And then Aggie gives her a a locker combo on a piece of paper and then she goes and Cody peeps at it which sir why are you looking at this girl's stuff invasion of privacy 
what are your general thoughts on Cody? Um, I had a funny note that I don't think we've quite gotten to yet, but I can bring it up now. And there's, I wish I could remember the exact scene a little bit better, but there was a point where Marnie goes, I think he likes me, but I feel like that was a scene after he just did like the bare minimum or just like said something and she was like, he likes me. And I thought it was really funny that she, I mean, he did like her, but I thought it was really funny that it, she kind of like jumped to conclusions there, but I thought he was okay. Um, he seemed nice and harmless and he just was curious and like kept getting stood up and was like, just not, just not happy about that, but he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. I liked him a lot as a kid because I thought he was cute. Yeah. Uh, I found him very bland and kind of stalkery. That was my thoughts. Like, who's the actor? I don't know. He's probably never been in anything else. Do you want to Google that while I? Well, he looked like Finn Whitrock. I don't think it was him. But anyways, uh, so Marnie is like, let me go to these lockers. And then she's like, this doesn't work. And then she gets zoomed into the locker and it's a hideaway for the monsters. And Chester's like, can I take this off? And Aggie's like, oh yeah, you can be yourself. So they all like un- unzip their costumes. And Marnie's like, oh, they're all like. It is Finway Rock, Felipe. It is? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I was like, he, he, the whole time I'm like, why does he look so much like Finn Whitrock? And because it is. Who? Finn Whitrock, who's an American Horror Story. I don't watch that. <laughs> uh, the only Ryan Murphy project I'll ever consume, again, is Glee. Um, I love Finn Whitrock. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they un unzip their costumes. And what was your favorite? What was your favorite monster from this scene? Oh, the fairy just didn't make any sense statistically. How she, when she was out, she was this big. So then, how was the costume staying on all day? I mean, I guess just magic is what we're supposed to chalk everything up to. But I feel like that was a plot hole that she could have been a life sized fairy or like a human sized fairy. I feel like that didn't make any sense, but. I thought it was very funny when they were undressing themselves um, because they clearly cut it so that they, I don't mean this is of course how they have to do it anyway, but they clearly just cut it so that they were, you never saw their face really as they were taking them off. So they were so clearly just skin suits and it was very funny to watch. Yeah. Uh, Where'd you go? It says I lost connection. Oh no. I will just power through. Um, yeah, no, I loved, uh, and then Marnie was just, like, peeping around, and Cassie was like, my god, these two girls, they were so nice to me, they said I was a freak, and then Chester's like, in science class, they gave you mice, and you're not supposed to eat them, but I had three. (laughs) I know, did we see that? I don't know how anyone missed that, but apparently, uh, they did, so, there, and Marnie's just like, this was an incredible incredible day and she's very happy um and then dylan says something snippy so she puts him on the ceiling um and he's like sleeps there the whole night uh meanwhile uh there's a miracle for aggie and it's ethan's dad and he reminds them that the knights are like the threat of the movie basically so at what point did you realize when you were a kid that ethan's dad was super sus no idea. No idea? But did you realize it on this rewatch pretty quickly? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I was just like, Lucas, how dare you? We trusted you. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I have one of my notes. What? Do you remember? Did we get to the part? Because I think so, because this is the part when Marnie... No, sorry, when, when Grandma Aggie gets the does her magic and the parrot appears in class. Yeah, and we got there. Marnie was like, oh God, I think this is the same scene. And she speeds up time. No, that's the history class later in the... Okay, so let me know yeah. when we get to that because for sure, I yeah. have a note that is another plot hole that drove me crazy. Yeah. Also, I do have a note here about Marnie making Dylan float. That was very funny. We should bully yeah. Dylan. Yes, this is a pro-bully Dylan podcast. Pro-bully Dylan. I'm yes. so very much for this. I also have a lot of questions and comments to make about the night Um, overall. It makes no sense to me. Um. When he's when he's tapping his when he's doing the locker thing, like nobody in the school realizes somebody is fully dressed as a knight. Like, and also if he's not fully dressed as a knight, who's walking around with just the hand? Like, the mall didn't make any sense. Like when he's dressed as the knight, but you only see the hand. Like, who's dressing up as a knight and who's not noticing this? Plot holes didn't make any sense. Nobody sees this. Didn't make any sense. Who does this? Uh, the knights at the round table. Apparently. Yeah, but I just feel like there was a plot hole. Somebody should have seen them. Didn't make any sense. Did not make any sense at all. Nope. Um, we go to the next day. Marnie is bringing everyone around. She's like, okay, everyone stay close. And then Cassie is probably like, uh, we know this school. You don't need to baby us, basically. And she's like, no, I need to keep your uh, eyes on. I have to keep my eyes on you all the time. You have my undivided attention. She turns around. Cody's like, hi, Marnie. And she's like, okay, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> and I love one of them was like, didn't she just say? Like you can hear it in the background. And they're flirting. And Cody's like, I want to. And he's stammering, stammering. And then Aggie through the window is like, come here, Marnie. And she's like, fine. And she storms up there. And Aggie shows her that there's this giant dagger painted in the sidewalk. And I'm like, how did none of the students notice this? Exactly. I just feel but, like, like I know I get what they were trying to do, but all of their ideas yeah. had too many plot holes. Yeah, and then Aggie throws some rain on it to wash it away. There's a pretty rainbow. And uh, Phil comes into the room. It's like soaking wet. And he's like, I don't know how it rained. And Aggie's like, me neither. And she washes the rain away. Um, and then he's like, uh, and then Marnie notices that they're flirting. Brick the bag is stalking Phil like behind him. And she's like distracting. And then Phil's like, Aggie, we need to talk. I heard about what happened in science yesterday and Marnie's like, you heard about the parrot? And he's like, parrot? No. I'm talking about the llama. And Marnie's like, llama? Huh? Um, that was funny. And Phil's like, we're going to transfer you to history. We love your ambition, but some parents are complaining. Um, and she's like, but I love science. And she's like, no, you're going to be history now. Um, so that's what happens. And then they leave and then Phil turns to the dagger and he's like, and he like winks to the camera basically and so he's sus and then we go to commercial break um and so any thoughts on this scene did you were you mad at phil for betraying Aggie? i didn't write anything down about this scene however i do remember how sus phil was i remember yeah. that and he was again this time it was actually 10 times worse but yeah, yeah i feel like it was he was immediately a suspect in my mind yeah, I legitimately laughed out loud with the llama parrot stuff. That was kind of funny. That, that was very funny. I yeah. totally that was that was good humor. Yeah. Um, so we then go to uh we get back and Aggie is gonna teach history. 
and she's talking about history or as I like to call it modern fiction or whatever um and she's going on about how like Columbus never discovered America and uh how there was a reason that the Mona Lisa was smiling in that photo I was like oh okay da Vinci uh and so Cody asks Marnie out and he's like do you want to go out with me Saturday and she's like yes um and then Aggie keeps talking and talking and Marnie's like Vroom. she spins up the time rings it and then Cody's like huh and then uh this girl's making fun of some of the the Halloween Town kids and Marnie like snaps her fingers and her book bags fall out and she's like huh. so you had commentary on the scene I did I'm sorry it was another plot hole this is my favorite part of movies is plot holes I actually enjoy them very much although I know I sound like I probably do not but I think they are so funny this one genuinely perplexed, perplexed me though there was a so when she moves the clocks forward and then there's an announcement that goes on that says maintenance I, I, please fix the clocks yeah, ma- yeah whatever the exact quoting was doesn't matter anyway but yeah maintenance please reset all clocks nothing makes any sense there because if she only moved the clocks forward, they all would have stayed in class. Let's be real. They're not going to move classes just because the bell and the clocks got messed up. They would still go on actual time. And if she sped up time, the clocks would be correct. Yeah. So that didn't make that announcement didn't didn't make any sense. And I don't know how nobody caught that. No announcement should have been made. And it should have just been unknown. They should have announced the cl- that like over the speakers, like before everyone left their classes. Yeah, but then yeah, but with, I, uh, I mean, whatever plot hole. Point, she should have just actually sped up time okay. because the point was conspiracy theory. We established throughout early in the movie that Marnie is a level one witch still. Which I mean, girl, you've been a witch for how many years, and you're still a level one? Come on. That's your but point. Maybe she was trying to speed up time, but she failed. This is just like my head cannon. And that is a fair point, and that would be very funny. My only problem with it is why did they still move classes? Because it's happened in my high school where our bells go off and we're not, it's not the correct time. Or it it gets happened before in my school and we just stay in class and look at our phones until it's the correct time. Yeah. Was this, um, did you want class to speed up when your home ec teacher uh, told you to put tomatoes in your quesadilla? I'll never forget that day. Of course I did. I was so mad at her. Because now I don't want to eat the food, and now she wasted the food because I won't eat it. I'm sorry I'm a picky eater, but now we're wasting food. You didn't teach yeah. me anything. We wasted food. I would have eaten I the mean, We do work in the film industry, which probably has a ton of food waste, and it's so we upsetting. Do, we do have a sustainability lead on our on our crew, and she does work a lot with donating any extra food and snacks for the day. Um, So that is very good, and we are trying to be 100% compost- but kind of there's a couple options yeah no i i'm just like up the pain like have a pa bring stuff to a shelter that you don't use and then use the rest of the leftovers for lunch for the crew or whatever oh yeah there's there's options i know we're not i know not every show has somebody who helps donate the food but we we do at least on our show we love that shout out to bill and henry yes and my boss aida Aida, we stand Kate's best friend after me, of course. And Allie. I guess Allie can take the first spot. But then me. Aaron's like number five. And then Aida's like ten. I'm crying. We're forgetting Letitia, Chelsea, Emmerich. Ollie. Ollie. Andrea. Andrea. Diego. 
Diego, Jimmy. Who's Jimmy? <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh my god, my camera thing is broken. Oh no. But uh, thing that goes over my camera, she's gone. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, Marnie, while the clocks are being fixed, it's also I guess lunchtime. So uh, Marnie's looking for the students, and only Cassie is there, and she's like writing down notes as the football players are shoving food in their mouths. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I'm studying the human man." I was like, "Good luck." They are they are problematic species, as one himself. Um, but uh, yeah, so she Marnie's like, "Let me go to the locker, bring Cassie," and she's like, "Friends, let's sign up for extracurricular activities." So she she throws an apple, and then the werewolf guy. Did you have his name down? Chester. Chester. Chester's the ogre. Ogre. Shit, I totally know his name. Pete. Pete. Yeah, Pete. Catch. And then so Pete catches the apple with his mouth, and she, he's like, "Okay, with your hands, try out for the football team." Uh, Natalie, try to sign up for science bowl or whatever. Uh, Ethan, you're gonna sign up for the play. Like that get them all involved. Laugh so hard because High School Musical. Yeah. It's like, I always wanted to be in the play. Um, and then we get a song here. Montage. He will be in the play. He would bop, bop, bop to the top. To the top. Yes, sir. We love that. Um, so uh, they all, they vibe. There's a theme song. Um, and then they're all thriving. I love the scene where Pete catches the football with his mouth and then, like puts it in his hands. I agree. That yeah. Um, so they, they're vibing. And then Saturday, they take a field trip to the mall. But Cody strolls up. He's like, it's time for a day. And Marnie's like, oh, I thought you meant Saturday night. And how do you think? Do you think someone's in the wrong? Or do you think it was just miscommunication? Um, I think miscommunication. I also assumed night. However, I he did just say Saturday. But I do have so many questions. Why was there not a plan slightly solidified beforehand? Like, even if it was vague. Like, after class, I should have spoke. Does nobody have their phone number? I don't know if they were texting in 2004. But calling was a thing or i or aiming what do they call it aim that aim. was a thing. so i feel like it didn't make any sense to me but i don't think anybody was in the wrong i think it was just miscommunication but and all but really no communication anyway yeah no i think i think it's on cody if he's the one planning the date he needs to step up and like solidify the details but yeah he strolls up and marty's like listen we're gonna go to the mall i'll see you tonight this mofo stalks her. Yeah, I wrote that as my next thing. I said, the way he followed her to the mall, excuse me, that is so creepy. I don't know how if they meant it to be creepy or not, but that was incredibly creepy, weird, yeah. and red flags all over. I would have blocked his ass from then on. Yeah, but they, all the monsters, like, abandon Marnie as she's giving a speech, and I was like, who are you talking to? <laughs> she's like, funny. And then they, like, are like, oh, Aggie's like, oh, there's this go- boy following you. And she, Marnie's like, okay. And then Aggie's like, oh, Phil is here too. My guy. Um, so Marnie and Cody talk. And Cody's like, it's been 15 minutes and you haven't run off to go find one of your your children. And then she hears screams. But we can rewind a little bit. Uh, Natalie and Dylan play at the arcade. Uh, Blaster Dude has the heart high score. And Natalie's like, now nah, I'm going to beat you. And she does. And we stand. Um, come on, Kelsey from High School Musical. Uh, and then uh, they're all gathering around. They see the Halloween store, and they're like, oh, they think we are freaks. That is so upsetting. 
and we need to change their opinion. And then this bully, who I think is the same guy from science class, is like, oh, Halloween is such a freak show, man. And then Ethan steps up to him and is like, listen, you're the freak. People should make a mask out of your face because you're scary. And then the guy pushes Ethan to the floor. Purple smoke shows up and Chester yeets the guy into a hay pile. There's a dagger in the pumpkin. Marnie hears scream. She goes and Aggie like zoops the smoke. And then on the news, there's like monster attack at the Segway Mall or whatever it's called. Um, so, yeah, what did you think of this all? Did somebody pull the sword out of this? Aggie pulled the sword out of the pumpkin. I wrote it yes. She's like upset. Also, I forgot to mention Dylan sees Natalie and, and he's like, You're a troll? You're a pink hairy troll? And he's like, Yeah, and I like how I look. And she storms off. I'm like, Yes, I Natalie, also, you're hotter as a troll than Dylan as a human. I agree. I also had a couple of notes about that that didn't make any sense. Um, but anyway, my three notes coming up are. Marnie's hair was driving me insane, first of all. She would have it behind her ear and then not behind her ear. Like, next shot. Like, I, I don't mean different scenes. I mean shot. The continuity. Behind, yes. It was horrendous. It was behind her ear, not behind her ear, behind her ear, not behind her ear. Like, behind one ear, behind... Like, it was so driving me crazy. And I almost never noticed that stuff. I'm so bad at trying... I try so hard to notice continuity problems because they're so funny. But I noticed this one immediately, and this one was awful. Um, It was killing me. And then I had a problem. This seems to just be problems that I have, but I think they're funny. When Aggie pulled the sword out of the pumpkin and the sword was completely clean and there was no pumpkin guts on it whatsoever. I mean, I know you're not going to get a lot on it because you're essentially wiping it as you pull it out, but it was pristine condition when she pulled it out. And I was like, there's no way. Conspiracy theory? What if it was a prop pumpkin? A, a prop pumpkin? Like not a real pumpkin, but That's just fair. like the plastic one. Oh, that's fair. I think that's a fair point. That could be that could be it. And then then there's no plot hole. That's that's fair. I didn't think of that. I immediately went to um, no. Go for the plot holes. I love it. I love plot holes. They're so fucking funny to me. Like they're just so funny. And then my other note, which could come now or later, but it is about Kelsey and Dylan. Go for it. So, this does not make any sense to me, but. Dylan is a wizard, right? Isn't he? He does magic. He, I know he doesn't do it that often, but he he does still have his powers. Yeah, he's well, a warlock. He was born with powers. Yeah. This makes no sense. Kelsey thinks that he... So, okay, I also want to preface this by saying I know we both don't like Dylan, but that has to be put aside for this moment. Kelsey thinks Dylan is ugly because he looks human, but he's literally a part of the magic world, so that doesn't really add up. Yeah. There's a lot of other wizards... And warlocks or witches i don't remember the exact words that they used witches and warlocks or witches and wizards but it doesn't make any sense because he's part of their world he is half think. human i guess he is but he still has the magic like i feel like yeah. i could have bought it if he she thought humans were ugly but at least wizards warlocks warlocks and witches weren't because but it just doesn't make any sense he's a part of her world but he, she thinks he's ugly. And it seems to be because he looks human, not because he's Dylan. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. That's also, there was a scene early in the movie where everyone was in their human costumes that sent Natalie. And I was like, huh, you're all at home. Like, why are you not all, like, vibing? Um, that was so funny. Yeah, so. The, yeah, so they end up going home. Sophie's watching the news, and she's like, look what you did. Um <laughs> 
And then um, she, uh, Gwen's like, oh, the council wants to speak with you. And Marnie is like pulled in immediately. And she's like, they're like, you're threatening our children. They are in danger. You need to, we want to bring them home. And Marnie's like, no, I believe in this cause. Um, and she is stubborn and she's like, they give her a chance to like keep her magic. And she's like, no, I don't think any of you. And she's like, she leaves. I didn't know she could do that. She's the one who leaves. And then, uh, they have the hot cocoa, um, and with the spider marshmallow. And Gwen is like, listen, Marnie, even if you were thinking clearly, you, you wouldn't regret this. Like you're happy with what you did. And she's like, yep. And Ethan's being all sketchy, like, do do like he's saying things um so yeah so he's being mad weird um did you think he was sus at this point ethan yeah i feel like phil ethan and finn whitrock were all sus at this point yeah ethan was definitely sus like he was like saying things and cassie was kind of sus too because she like acted like she knew what was happening right that's fair i didn't think so but that but that's a fair point yeah. Um, anyways, so they Aggie is then mad at Marnie because, again, Marnie threatened uh, the Cromwell magic again, and Aggie's like upset. Um, she's like accuses Cody, which honestly, fair to Aggie. Cody's been sketchy, and the last time Marnie was into a boy, she almost ruined Halloween Town. So like Aggie has points, and she did not really get fed up with Marnie in the last movie, to my recollection. Which she should have. So, like, she's kind of over this, like, child. Um, her grandmother. And then uh, Marnie, like, gets pulled into a closet by Cody, which was mad sketchy. Like, the janitor yeah. closet. And he he's like, sketchy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, I saw the locker that your grandmother got. And she's like, huh? And then he's like, maybe Aggie was right. You are a stalker. And uh, bad news. And he's like, why? I just like you. And, like, honestly, that annoyed me but uh yeah so anyways cassie is kidnapped in the locker she's just like strolling around by a night um and marnie wants everyone safe so she's like willing to send everyone home and ethan uh aggie's like you know how we can find someone who's trapped a witch's glass doesn't ethan have one and ethan's like yeah and he goes to get it and aggie goes up and he's like i don't have one like and he like runs away at night meanwhile Cody like scampers into the backyard and Gwen's like, I see something with the back of my head, the eyes in the back of my head. She zaps him with lightning. And then Marnie's like, mom, he brought flowers. He's a nice boy. And then she like brings him uh, to the, this is after Aggie and Marnie make up. And then Marnie takes him flying is like, I'm a witch. And he's like, oh, I'm dreaming. <laughs> yeah. He was full of red flags. I know he was trying, so he wasn't trying to be creepy, but he was creepy. Yeah, he wasn't creepy in the sense of like him being like Halloween Town. He wants no. to steal their powers. He was just creepy like a toxic man. Yes, he did not realize how much of man energy he was exuding, and it was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. Uh, meanwhile, Ethan goes, confronts his dad at the school. Phil's there, and we find out that Phil is a human um whose parent whose gener ancestors were trying to block keep the portal separate because he doesn't like halloween town critters being around um and the dad is like i almost won like 
your the Cromwell magic is going to be mine. Um, and Ethan's like annoyed that Cassie got hurt. Um, so that's that's like what we establish. Um, and then we go to we go to the uh, we go back to the Cromwell household, and Gwen, Marnie, and Aggie have a plan, and they're like, okay. Gwen goes into the witch's glass, uh, and we find out later that the witch's glass is used to communicate between the worlds. So she like goes to Halloween Town basically um, via the witch's glass, and yeah, she's gonna look for Cassie. So, did you really understand what they were doing at that point? Like, it took a couple like rewatches to understand the purpose of why Gwen went there. No, and I also forgot that that they went there, like. I feel like they went and then they didn't touch upon it again for quite a while until the end when they broke, not to ruin it, when they broke through the wall. I was literally forgot that they were there. Yeah, I was like, huh? Um, <laughs> if you do. Yeah. So then we go to the Halloween party. They're, oh yeah, throughout the movie, they're like building a haunted house and their theme is like, oh, we're going to make monsters like nice, show them the real Halloween yeah, we town. We jumped over the spiders, Felipe. What? We jumped over the spiders. The marshmallow spider? Yeah. No, I mentioned it. Well, earlier, but I wanted to re-mention that they were... No, I mentioned it again. I missed it. Oh, okay. What did you want to mention? Just that they were weird. And why do they need to do that? Because they knew you were watching, and they were like, let's terrify this girl. I know. Spiders are always related to Halloween, and I just... It's so... It's torture. It's torture. Is it offensive to you as a Halloween fan for spiders to be there? No, because I understand that they are really... They are very much related to Halloween and horror with because they're creepy creatures. I totally get it. I just have a horrible, horrible fear. It's, Felipe, have you heard about the Spider Pavilion? No. It sounds like my nightmare has come to life. At have the you ever Charlotte's Web? Museum. No, at the Natural History Museum. You know how there's butterfly pavilions where you can walk yeah. into these like, wide open. Not, I guess they're not technically like a butterfly open. sanctuary. Yes, but there's like a, it's like a, it's like the bubble, but you can walk in and essentially a spy, a, a butterfly could land on you. Yeah. It probably won't, but it could. They have made that with spiders. Let's go. Where you literally walk through it and there's spiders all around you making webs to the point where a spider could crawl on you. It could. Let's go for your birthday. No. 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 And then after that, you can go through another room that has many spiders in cages between jumping spiders to large tarantulas. Uh, let us... Do you want to watch Charlotte's Web one day? No. Why? Because spiders? Yeah. I'm so scared. Have you seen James and the Giant Peach? Years ago, maybe once. Like, Did it terrify maybe. you because there's spiders in that? I don't even remember there being spiders. Like That I... movie is Nightmare Fuel. Maybe. I will say that. Yeah. I'm going to look up the spiders. James... And the giant peach. Oh, I can't spell. Spider. Spider lady. Oh, I remember this lady. She's kind of hot. What? <laughs> Kate, terrified of spiders, but turned on by a, a spider lady in James and the Giant Peach. I mean, look at her. If you if if you if you close the legs and the whole fact that she's a spider. If you close both your eyes. <laughs> Close both your eyes. Um, so, anyways, Marnie realizes that Phil is sus and is like, Aggie, you got to check him out. So she sends Rick the bag to go 
do stuff and then Rick the bag bites his leg and steals his ring and Aggie's mad and confronts him later turns his turns his walking cane into a snake and she's like how dare you you are playing with the wrong team these people are shady and he's like whatever um and then Marnie sets up the Halloween town haunted house and Cody's like wait you actually are a witch and she's like yeah I'm the good kind that wasn't a dream um I wrote about this okay go ahead Okay, so the first note, and then my next note is after the chaos starts, but my first note is, how on earth does nobody notice this entire haunted house just magically appearing? This is the eyeballs again, but ten times worse. I just, what? 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 The eyeballs? In the classroom when Aggie does like- Oh, yeah. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say, this is like um, when the knight is walking around the school. Oh, this is like that. This is the same vibes. Like, nobody notices a big knight walking around. Like, I, I don't believe you. The chaos. Um, but then she, Marnie's like, I'm a good witch. Um, I'm like Glinda. Um, and then the kids, then we go over, it's Halloween night. The kids think the exhibit is lame. All the human kids and all the monsters are upset. Um, and then Dalloway shows up and he causes a scene. He turns the monsters evil and then chasing and then Marnie and Aggie's powers are wearing off. So uh, they're reversing and then this giant skeleton thing chases them. And Cody's like, I thought you were the good witch. And, uh, and Marnie's like, I am, I am. And Phil like starts an angry mob and Dalloway yeets the powers. And then like they have no powers and then Cody is like he changes his mind he's like listen just, you've known Marty since the first grade just now that she's not a witch anymore you're gonna think she's a loser still and they're like hmm. and then and then they all unzip their costumes and Pete's like I'm a werewolf and then his friend is like listen I don't care what you are you're the best halfback that we've ever had on this team um Natalie's like I'm a troll and they're like oh but you're still the science captain. And then Dylan's like, co-science captain. He's like, fuck off, Dylan. He's fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, so they all embrace him. And then uh, the Dalloway is yeeted back into the place. Phil even teams up with uh, Aggie. And Gwen's like, did you catch that? And she has the witch's glass. And Aggie's like, you forgot that the witch's glass shows Halloween time, everything. And then the, the, the rest of the council is there watching. They strip Dalloway's powers. The women all get their powers back. Um, and Galloway goes to jail, I guess. And even Ethan's like, fuck you, dad. I had a couple of problems with this again. It just Go off. I'm going to drink some water. But I, I really enjoyed the movie. I promise you. I thought it was so funny to find all these problems. I laughed every time. Um, but when the giant skeleton was running around, he was so tall and large that the ground should have been shaking technically and the ground was completely still i mean even if they did bad vfx to show shaking like vibrating like i don't know something but the ground was completely still i was like no there's no way that doesn't make any sense um that and then i did make a note that halloween horror nights was scarier than that (laughs) yeah yes and then i also had a question uh another question that i did not understand but when their powers were taken and then they took the powers back using magic. How on earth did they take their powers back with magic when they didn't have magic because the magic was taken? 
logistical question. See, it would have made more sense if the council gave the powers back instead of them, but. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I didn't think it made any sense, but you know, I'm this movie completely always made me confused and I found so many plot holes and I loved it. It was very Disney. Yes. Um, so then Dylan and Natalie are flirting. She's a troll. They, mm-hmm. She goes in for the kiss and I'm like, no, please no. And then they're like, no, friends, friends. And I'm like, yes, Natalie, you could do so much better. She could do so much better. And like, she will do Pete so is better. right there. Oh my God, I love Pete. I, I ship Pete, Pete and Natalie. Pete Ali. We stand. We ship it. Um... And then Marnie takes Cody flying. Meanwhile, Aggie and Phil are flirting. So that's the end of the movie. Um, I don't think we see Cody again. We don't see this Marnie again either. So honestly, I have the fact that Dylan returns, but Marnie doesn't is so annoying. Yeah, I was mad about that. I have a note and I don't know what I meant by it, but I just wrote Sophie in very capital letters and question marks. I don't I think know. Your, your point is where was Sophie in this movie besides the two scenes that she was in? It, it, if it wasn't that, then she did something in the last scene and I was... I don't know. She wasn't there in the last scene. Okay, then, yeah, my question was, where on earth is Sophie? Yeah. Um, yeah, do you have any other notes that you want to go through since if we that we didn't No, I really do think I did them all. I mean, I did write Aggie with a heart. Um, just, there was nothing attached to it, just to mention how much I love Aggie. And um, the night didn't make any damn sense. Uh, a lot of things Marnie did. Lucas Gribbiel saying he wants me to play was very funny to me because he is in ho- in his musical. The spiders. Kelsey thinking Dylan's ugly makes no sense because he is part of her world. I know. I know that you and I would. I know. I totally know. But but that we have to suspend that for this moment where it doesn't make any sense. Um, and that was pretty much it. The skeleton Halloween Horror Nights was scarier than this. Um, and Sophie, where's Sophie? Sophie, come back. Yeah. Um, anyways, do we want to do some? How like how would you rate this movie? Zero to five stars. What what really is five stars? I would say five stars because you know it's it ran through my childhood. It's a fun movie. It's funny sometimes. It is not scary, but it is very cute but if we're talking about five is like actually my legitimate favorite movie like it's nowhere near a five okay so so what really on is- decom so i say i say like high school musical oh, five. five for me and then this i would say is a 4.25 halloween town two is a 4.5 and then halloween town one is a 4.0 this is a five halloween town is a five halloween town is a 4.8 i know when i was a kid growing up it was my favorite one of the ones but this one is so far the best one hands down so this would be a five Halloween Town would be a, like a four eight, and Halloween Town two Calabar's Revenge would probably go back down to like a like a four five. Okay, and then who is your MVP of the movie? So I would say Sophie because we love Sophie and she didn't get enough time. But however, we're definitely gonna go with Aggie. That is not a question, hands down. Um, it's Aggie. I am gonna go with. I kind of want to go with Aggie as well. Gwen was great in this movie. I will say Gwen, like for someone who was so annoying in the first one, she's had such an arc. I agree. She love that. Yeah. Better in the movies. Um, And I do want to shout out like Kimberly J. Brown. Like she was a good actor in this movie. I feel like that's just her best acting performance by far. Um, And then who would be your LVP or as Naomi on the Naomi movies likes to call it the dropkick award. You can't. Can you guess? You want to guess? Dylan. Mm-hmm. Because that's mine. 
Mm-hmm. He was the worst. I don't know. He was the worst. He offered nothing. He was not great. He was super mediocre and honestly even less than mediocre. And he was not the best. He was so annoying. Yes. Um, actually, MVP, I might give it to Peepers because Peepers deserve better. Is that the bird that died in like five yes. minutes? That was very funny. Yeah. Um, anyways, do you have any final Halloween Town High thoughts? I would have to say that this movie holds up the most of the three we've watched so far. I think that this one, watching back now, this one is the best one. I know that I had a lot of problems with continuity and things, plot holes, but that is on me, and I truly enjoy that in movies. But I do feel like this one had the biggest story overall. It had a lot of characters to, to, to pay attention to, whereas I felt like the first one had very much one story. I mean, I'm not right. Remember, it was kind of like one story. It was, it was just not a lot going on. It was kind of like just scenes that had nothing to do with anything in it. It was very okay. Yeah. I would say that that would probably holds up the least. For sure. I do want to talk about like, there are thematic things that I like about this movie. Like even if you want to map it on like the integration and like bringing like two different cultures together between the Halloween Town kids and the human kids, like, you could, like, put, map that onto, like, real-life events in our history, or as Aggie calls it, modern fiction. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that that's something that I like about this movie that we didn't really discuss. Anyways, wrapping things up, Kate, where can the good people of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast listen to you or keep up with you? Um, I... Almost never post on Instagram, but my Instagram is kaz.z. Kaz.z for the Canadians. That is terrible. That is not. Did you correct. make that? No. No. I believe uh-huh. that Z in Canada. I am so in pure shock about that every day in my life. Yeah. Um, and uh, LinkedIn, which I almost never use either because I only use it when I'm looking for a job, but feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. And Twitter? Yeah, what's my handle? Tears you apart, I think. Yes. And do you have a pop culture plug for people to check out something that you're consuming these days? Uh, my favorite band in the whole wide world, besides Finish Ticket, this band is called Sir Sly. They just went um, independent. They separated from their label, and they just released a new song called Bang. Check it out. I love my boys. Sir Sly. Yes. And then you can keep up with me on all social media at what the Fleep on Twitter, TikTok, and then you can follow the Brazilian Dragon at Brazil Dragon Pod. Uh, we'll have some more fun content coming up, including a trip back to the Neo movies later this month. Uh, also, you can check me out. Recently, I appeared on the Ink In There podcast talking about the Western Air Temple, uh, an Avatar rewatch podcast, and I highly encourage that. So check that out. And as always, the What You Doing podcast. We chugging along doing that. So that's at What You Doing Pod. If you're feeling so inclined, please give us five stars and ratings and reviews. It helps people find the podcast. Um, And it would mean a lot to me. If you're also feeling inclined, if you want to support the podcast via PayPal, Brazil Dragon Pod or Brazilian Dragon on PayPal, uh, I did spend some money on some new equipment and some new services to get the podcast out seamlessly. Um, Otherwise... Yeah, just uh, if you got to the end of this podcast, tweet at me and Kate and Brazil Dragon Pod, and we should give a hashtag, a hashtag Marshmallow Spider. Terrible. 
terrible. Go for it. Yes. Anyways, uh, Kate, any final thoughts? I would recommend checking this movie out. Agreed. If you haven't watched it in a while or have never watched it, I would recommend the Halloween Town series. I have problems with the last one, but that is personal issues with the fact of the recasting of Marnie. I hate recasting of people. One of my pet peeves in film. Yes, as well as plot holes. Yes. Yes. Um, with all that said, thank you for joining us, and we'll be back next year to talk about Return to Halloween Town, hear all of Kate's thoughts, um, and a belated happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Bye. If you want